Good evening, folks. Coming to you from 1,100 feet above sea level at the desert floor in the Valley of the Sun. That's right, just outside of Phoenix, Arizona. We are inside Studio CRE. My name is Eddie Smith. I'm your host with Country Road Entertainment, as usual. Today, we got a fun one for you. Uh, his name is Jerry Tomlinson. He's coming to us from Texas. He's actually with Left of Center. They are the house band at Toby Keith's in Las Vegas. So let's go ahead and bring him on the air. Hey, hey. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Welcome to the show. I'm, I'm glad we were able to get this kind of get together. Uh, uh, we just met recently. I uh, yeah. heard a lot about you over time. Uh, tell us what you're up to these days. Oh, man. I don't even know where to start. Well, we'd spent a crazy seven days with you guys in Arizona. Yeah, that's and right. Then, and then went straight to Vegas and then just got home here. Actually, I'm from Texas, but I actually live in Reno. So I'm in Reno right now. Oh, that's right. So, Sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, right now, with, with the way the world is, everything kind of shut down. Uh, we're not doing too much like most people aren't really, most, especially in our business. Uh, everything's still kind of up in the air, not knowing what's really happening yet. But mm -hmm. the band's still doing good. The band's still together. Uh, Frank and I started doing uh, acoustic shows just to kind of keep anything going for a while while we could. So we'll be doing private parties and traveling and doing stuff like that. But as of now, that's pretty much it until the world opens back up. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? So how did that with you over in uh, Vegas working a lot? How, how did that work out? Like um, the back and forth, the back and forth, all that. Yeah, we did. Uh, so we were at Toby's for 13 years and we were the house band for about eight of those oh. eight or nine and uh, it was so it was two weeks a month. So we'd go there for 14 days straight, then come back to Reno and work here in Reno for seven days and then go back to Vegas and work. And we just did that for like, I don't know, 13 years. <laughs> so, yeah, when that, when that shut down, were you actually working at the time? Uh, yeah, we were. Um, we actually, believe it or not, we kind of we kind of got out of Toby Keys about a year and a half ago. Okay. And we we moved over to Gillies uh, yeah. over at Treasure Island, and we love it over there. Everybody's great, and we miss Toby's, of course, and all our friends. But um, yeah, we were actually working in Rose Roseville, California, I believe. Our very last gig, not knowing it's your last gig, it was like March 14th, and we're playing, and they're like, they told us everything's shutting down. And then you think two weeks later it's going to reopen, and then here it is, like eight or nine months later. <laughs> so. Yeah, we ever like most bands. That was around the same. We all got hit at the same time, and and work just went. It was just gone. So yeah, and, and that's kind of how it was, like across the board. A lot of people, you know. Um, I mean, we kind of smelled it in the wind here in Arizona, and yeah, uh, you know, that day when they announced it, it was just you know, it it shuttered me. I mean, if you were in this house, I mean, my uh, um, family was here at the time and my, my stepdaughter looked at my eyes and she's like, this is bad. I says, it's not good for me. No. Oh, dude, I, for any of us, you know, especially, and, it, and it's not to be a downer. It's just, you know, the first three months are probably the hardest. Cause that was really when you just couldn't even, you couldn't even go to the store hardly. Of course there was nothing on the shelves anyway, <laughs> but, uh, being I so isolated from everybody and, and, and I'm such an extrovert that way. I, you know, I'm running around all the time when we're playing shows and talking to people all the time. And that was just gone too. So, and everybody's too scared to come over and hang out and that kind of stuff. You're just completely isolated. And that, I didn't do too well with that. I don't like that. That makes two of us. <laughs> and being locked in for six months. Ooh. 
Yeah, that was that was pretty rough. But yeah, we we talked about how that affected me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. I know this of that story. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. I got well, to know you guys and some of your friends pretty well over the last seven to last week. So right, right. Yeah, yeah. Good so. Times. So, um, so everyone, we are live on the air. So, uh, feel free to ask Jerry questions, ask me questions, whatever you like. Big shout out to the folks over at ninety four point one KRDE, the ride, um, uh, for uh, sponsoring us and helping us stay on the air. Big shout out to Tom Ryan's a good time, Charlie's, and all of our patrons. And we'll get into that later. Um, we got uh Donna Tessanari coming in from New Jersey, oh, wow. and uh, Shannon Larson coming in from North Dakota. It's got to be cold up there right now. Oh, man, I can't even imagine. <laughs> and they keep saying they got uh, a lot of cases up there. And no offense, Shannon, but there ain't a lot of people up there. So how many cases could you have? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're not piled on top of each other like they are in Vegas or Arizona. Exactly, exactly. We actually did a show in Dakota two years ago. Uh, yeah, it was definitely cold. It was definitely – that's a different kind of cold than it is here. <laughs> I, I've been to South Dakota and I remember, oh man, it was just a few months ago. I was on a road trip and I got into Denver and, um, you know, Denver was just hotter to places of hell. I mean, I've never seen it over 90 degrees. And I normally it was in the seventies in that time. And I'm trying to think that it was this July or August. I can't remember. Then, um, finally got tired of that. So I head up to uh, Custer, South Dakota, figure I'd do some filming up there and camping. And it was, you know, low 80s when I get there. I stayed there for about, I think, four nights. And all of a sudden, it hit like 89 degrees. I said, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> and I was heading to Nashville and planning that out. And then I saw that storm coming through. And I'm like, uh, we're going to give that a no. So I yeah. beeline to Paris, Texas. And I get in there and hanging out with a friend of mine. He's also a patron on uh, Country Road yeah. Entertainment. And... um we're getting all kinds of rain there. We're getting pummeled. I was like, I was, thought I was trying to avoid this. Turns out Nashville, Pigeon Forge, that whole area, they didn't get a drop. <laughs> well, hey, dude, when we left, when I left Reno to come up there with you guys to Arizona, it was like 40 degrees when we left here. Get to Arizona, it's like 88. I wasn't, I didn't have shorts. I didn't have, I wasn't prepared for any of that. <laughs> oh, man, you, you, you gotta, you, you gotta be prepared. And our weather here is bipolar. So never know where, yeah, you're, you don't know what you're going to get, man. You really don't. Dan <laughs> yeah, saying it's real nice out there, North Dakota. And, uh, what you say here and we do have a lot of cases here, but no snow and so far hoodie weather. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I'm not going to get my opinions on the Rona, but that's you know, not, <laughs> I think you heard that the other day. I did. Yeah. yeah. We, that, that could take up the whole show. <laughs> You're probably going to get it if you haven't had it already. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, for, for those folks that are watching now and they're going to be listening over the coming weeks on the podcast and whatnot, um, tell us, like, how, how did you find yourself in music? Oh, um, okay. Uh, well, growing up, in, I mean, I'm from a small town called Cleburne, Texas. It's, a, uh, it's about 20 miles south of Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. um, my grandparents actually my grandfather was a drummer uh, for a living for uh, in his younger years for a long time and got me started and basically just that kind of same old story that way got me started uh when i was about four or five on drums then got my first guitar at nine i think and then that was it um i 
stuck with it. I loved it and never, never had to be told to practice or anything. I just would sit and play all the time. And then I went to, when I graduated high school, I went to a school called South Plains College out in Level Land, out by Lubbock, Texas. And they had a really good, believe it or not, it's a country bluegrass school uh, out there, uh, uh, kind of their own little wing out there. Uh-huh. And some of the greatest guitar teacher, banjo players and all that in the world. And I did two years of that. And that's where I actually learned to understand what the heck I was even doing on a guitar. Because before I'm just flapping around trying to make noise and <laughs> out there, they're like, no, 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 no. So, <laughs> so that's basically how all that started. Um, I got my first real gig, I think, when I turned, God, my first real gig when I was about 19 or 20. And I hit the road when I was about 21 or 22. And then I was just jumping around on the road, just living on the road most of my life, really just in bands. That's all that's all. This is all I've ever done for a living since really? then. So, yeah. So you, so you are a full-time musician, right? Full nine to five. Yeah. This is, right. this is, um, the band I'm in now left a center. Um, I've been with the lead singer for 18 years and our bass player has been in 16 and our drummer has been in eight or nine. So we've been together a long time, but this band has been, you know, just out of Vegas. And that's one of the Reno's reason we moved to Reno in the first place in Vegas was because it was casinos and not honky tonks, you know, that we all grew up playing and, and toured around all our lives. And they're great and I miss them. But it was just if you're going to make a living at it, you know, we needed to come out somewhere where they were actually had the money to pay you. And that was where the casino circuit came in. And I got hooked up that way. I uh, got moved out here to get um, I got brought out by a girl named Anne Marie brought me out from Texas and uh, to play. And I just stayed out here ever since. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Been out here a long time. <laughs> How is it up there? Weather wise. It's beautiful right now. It's probably 50 degrees, 45 degrees, but it's, you know, clear, no rain, no snow, but that could change in five minutes. So. Uh, is it true that, um, that they uh, have closed down parts of Reno? Well, uh, it's not. Here's what our governor said. He said he's, he's t- we're putting it on pause. It's not a lockdown, but it's called a pause. <laughs> so everything is going back down to 25 percent capacity and masks are mandatory inside or out. Um, you know, you have to make reservations for certain things, but it's not a complete lockdown. So we'll we'll see. I, I don't know. You know. Hopefully not. I'm playing tonight in a club, so hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> where uh, are you playing down on the strip over there where the casinos are no uh there's a new bar that opened up uh pure country canteen and uh it's just a a little honky-tonk bar and it's fantastic so uh it's just all about live music and stuff so hopefully hopefully uh, as as of now we're still on so <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> like oh. i'm dressed for the show like as soon as we're done i gotta get <laughs> what time's your game? Uh, we, I, well, I got to get there to set up. So I got to be there at six o'clock my time. So six o'clock your time. All right. Yeah. Well, we won't keep you too, too long. No, what, I know. That's all right. I don't mind. What time is it there right now? A little after four? It's four twelve. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get you out of here quick. Enough. <laughs> yeah. I'm not worried. I ain't worried. I know just as things were trying to open up over here, I was, um, uh, actually got a booking with, um, Arizona Avenue band to do a photo shoot. It's one of the things that we do. And oh. I, I was like super excited getting some work stoked. I usually discussed my schedule with my wife mm-hmm. and 
I was so excited to get work. I didn't really pay attention. And I scheduled myself to be um, on the air here at five o'clock our time. And I scheduled myself to be with them between 6.15 and 6.30, same night. So literally I was running out the door, grabbing cameras, <laughs> equipment, getting the heck out of here. And I was like, oh man, I was so, so stressed out. But the photo shoot yeah. came out good. Sad part is, is we got to redo it now. That's all right. Now, hey, so I saw, did I see a clip of you? Do you, you play guitar? Do you play? I used to. Yeah. I, I thought played, I, I, know, I got behind me. You can see I got a couple still left. Yeah. You know, so. Do you go to the open jams up there and stuff? Because I thought I saw a video the other day. Um, I, I I do attend the jams. I haven't played in one. I haven't. I've sung at them, but not in quite some time. Okay, I'm just curious. Howdy, Ron. We got Ron Daunton. He's a lead. Speaking of which, lead singer for Arizona Avenue Band. He's oh, also cool. in the, he's also in the Entertainers uh, Entertainment Hall of Fame in Baltimore. Oh wow! Yeah. We had him on recently, but there were some technical issues in episode one. So we're going to have him on towards the end of December again. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I can't see how many of my friends are on. So if they start asking weird questions, just ignore them. <laughs> you know, I, I've seen some funny stuff come through here when some friends and family come on. No, I can imagine. I, I can only imagine. So. So, so tell me, Jerry. So, so starting at such a young age, obviously you enjoyed country music would you say that you have a like a proper like influence like somebody that you really favored growing up oh for sure um to be honest i mean i grew up a lot a lot with all kinds of music of course like a lot of musicians do i think for me the the first country guitar player that really hit me hard was uh was vince gill believe it or not um kind of before he was actually ever vince gill um I heard I heard him play. I can't even remember what it was on. Uh, and then, of course, uh, anything by Haggard. You know, th- that was just that's the way love goes was actually my favorite guitar solo. And it probably still is one of my top three favorite guitar solos of all time. And uh, but when I heard Liza Jane, finally, that was actually what really made me go, whoa, whoa, what, what, what is that? And th- that uh, just that took me in a whole different direction from just strumming great. chords and playing Johnny Be Good, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> right on so, and then yeah, the 80s of course the 80s. then the 80s hit and you got eddie van halen of course then that's a whole nother branch so oh yeah <laughs> i mean i you know i i mean i like to say that i'm a fan of all music and you know i mean i i kind of lean towards country most of the time obviously i mean country under right but um eddie van halen what hell of a guitar player and i remember growing up i'm like my uh uncle him and i are like four i think four years apart something like that mm-hmm. and um yeah he, he was unexpected obviously but so right. but growing up he had all these cassette tapes and he had the Eddie van halen ones and and i remember uh picking up one of those tapes and playing it one day and my mother comes down the stairs i'm in the basement this is in west jersey in the middle of nowhere Mama comes down. She's telling her that's devil's music. <laughs> Did she really? You, she thought that was the devil's music. <laughs> do, do you remember? I used to get those um, way back in the day when I was really little. I used to get the the Kiss baseball cards. Oh yeah, they had, they had bubble gum, and my grandparents would go through them and throw the ones away they didn't think were appropriate. <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I so I'd have I get one card out of the whole back, you know. So 
I don't know what was worse was the um that or the what was that the garbage pail kids card they had? I remember, I yeah. Hated those. <laughs> Loathed it. You know, I was always talking it's relax. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Well, looking at it now, it's nothing compared to what's out there now. So Oh God, no. <laughs> yeah. I remember though, the joke is then is I, I used to go up into my uncle's room with him and hang out and we were listening to flipping Iron Maiden. You want to talk about devil music? Right. Yeah. Well, you know, those, I love those days. That was a, that was all an education for me as far as playing wise went. So, right. Um, but too many influences to name. <laughs> so now given that now you, so you play the guitar. Mm-hmm. All right. So do, do you play any other instruments other than the guitar? Nah, you know, in college I had to play piano just for the classes that was required, but um, I never stuck with it. I did it just to get through this class and just go back to guitar. I never really learned anything. I did, I did play in high school. I did play in band uh, from sixth grade all the way through college. So, but we will we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> high school band and all that stuff, marching band. I did all all that fun stuff. Yeah, I but, did. Uh, and, I loved it though. It was, it was a huge part of my life, at, you know, back then, but, and in Texas, you know, the schools are so big, you know, so our school was pretty good size. And so the band was huge, you know, it was a pretty big band. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the marching contests and all that stuff were a blast, you know, so. No, I remember all that. And then I, that was about the time I was, oh, uh, I think it was my second year. Yeah. It was my second year of um, being in the high school band is when I joined my first two bands. And I was playing rhythm and lead for, um, this is hard to admit. One was an alternative and one was a metal band. <laughs> there was like one high school band that played country and they didn't need another person. They were already a four piece at the time. And it's like, well, we don't really need another guitar. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it wasn't until later that I got into the singing side. I mean, it was years later. I, I think I started singing probably in my mid twenties. Yeah, uh, I I went through my 80s phase for sure. Um, I had the ripped jeans and I had to get the hot pink guitar at the time, the whole nine yards. Yeah. <laughs> that was re- that was required back then. <laughs> well, the guitar playing at the time, the original one's the one hanging up behind me. That's a uh-huh. guitar. I've had yeah, that I can... since I was 14 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, won't give that up. Yeah, definitely not. You know, I had to sell a lot of guitars because of COVID, and that one is not going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you got any, uh, I think we talked about, you got some singles or some uh, original music you got? Well, uh, the Left to Center Band, we do have, God, we haven't done that in so long. Uh, we do have an original, God, it's originals. It's been forever since we recorded. What Kind of once the Toby Keith house band thing took over, that was our whole world. It okay. was just, it was, you know, like I said, we were there, we, li- we didn't even live in Vegas, but we were there more than we were home because uh-huh. how it worked was you could go there and you get your own rooms and they take care of all that stuff. So I lived in Vegas for, I bet a good 10 years. I actually lived there at the casino and my apartment was here in Reno. So, <laughs> cause we were just there so much. So uh-huh. it kind of took our lives over in, in a good way. It was it was fantastic. And and, uh, you know, of course, we played with Toby many times and he's one of the sweetest guys in the world and and uh, got a lot of fun stories about him. We can talk about those sometime. But um, it it just kind of it kind of put the originals 
it kind of squashed it. It did it. Okay. Uh, yeah. It well, just, you're kind of, you're kind of stuck in Vegas to a, um, Oh, Hey, quick side note. Heather Morris is in, in the house. Howdy, Heather. Can you, can you see on the screen over there, Jerry? I can see a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, the chat is live. So people are coming in the messages are posting up. So oh, Heather, I can see it. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, honey? Good. <laughs> uh, so that, I was going to say like, when you come to places like, you know, Gillies, um, Toby Keith, probably even Bubba's over in Texas, you, you, mm -hmm. you're, you're kind of fixated on what they want to hear. For oh sure. no, absolutely. We yeah. spent a lot of time trying to stay current, top 40, you know, keep everything going. And because mm. uh, it's required, you know, if the dance floor is not moving, you get fired. Basically, yeah. you know, in the long run. Um, and our lead singer, Frank, he's uh, I've been with him a long time and he's really, really, really good at that reading the crowd and no, no set lists. No funny. Hopefully you'll get to come watch us when everything opens back up again and you can watch him on stage. And he's got baseball signals for every single song that we do. So. We know what's coming up next, according to kind of what the crowd's into. We never use set. We've never used a set list. So he just calls them out every every song he calls out every single night. I like it. I like it. With a sick with a signal. People are like, what the hell is he doing? It was like he's got Tourette's or something. But yeah, he's. <laughs> I've heard rumors of. Well, I wouldn't say rumors are factual. I won't mention who was involved. But I've heard stories of bands playing at Gillies. And, you know, I'm not saying anything bad about Gillies, but. Right. They're very, you know, again, specific in what they want to play. But I've heard stories of where, you know, say they towards the end of the night, they start getting requests and then they play some, you know, classic rock or something. And I've heard stories where they get canned as a result. It's like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, it's not not that they get canned. I've heard some of those stories. Those, so some of the bands got canned for different reasons than that. But uh, when we our very first time there. We played one rock song at the end of the night. We did our our drummer sings. Uh, we did Thunderstruck by ACDC. It was one rock song. And we had a, a guy from Texas, shockingly, walk up and goes, this is a country bar. Keep it country. And then just walked away. And that was, we never did rock again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. There's a stream there. It's great, though. I like it. I like it. But, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I spent a lot of time in Gillies. I like that place. It's going to be uh different going back after all of what's happened in the past year well uh, my friends are uh, there's bands there now but it's still kind of acoustic-y and there's tables on the dance floor and, and it's you know low capacity you can't go to the bar to get a drink it's that whole thing you know so yeah, you no dancing footloose law all over the <laughs> it is so footloose <laughs> yeah, it's funny i said it one time in a comment on Facebook, the next thing I know, everyone was using that term. It is, man. And, and somebody told me that I'm like, holy crap, you're right. It's totally footloose. So, who would have who would have thought? <laughs> Brooke but, likes to laugh. <laughs> Brooke is coming out of uh, Mississippi. No, is it Mississippi? Is, is it Mississippi? Oh, hi, Brooke. Get, we got a, some. Uh, we got some new folks in here. We got some regulars that have been popping in and out. With that, folks, uh, you know, if you're new here, don't forget to hit that follow button. And even if you aren't, don't forget to show us some love and so show Jerry some love by hitting that like button up in the corner. <laughs> you know, love that engagement. <laughs> and, you know, Heather, she we've got all kind. You know, I I met Heather. Oh, God, Heather. I, seven. The last six days in Arizona was a, a blur. <laughs> that much fun, we, huh? Oh, God, we had so much fun because we met her in NFR. So we've done NFR every year. 
in Vega, which is that's that is the best time in the world to be there, by the way, in NFR. And um, I've met her a million times, but I've never got to like hang out with that group of people, you know. And boy, did I learn! <laughs> I learned last week. <laughs> so I, I think my I think I have a plaque at the distillery by now. Yeah, Heather's laughing in there. <laughs> yeah, there there was uh there was a week recently where some of us just basically moved, like pretty much moved into the distillery. And I'm like, at one point, I'm like, guys, I think they're gonna get sick of us here. But That's then what again, I said. But you go to Tom Rides, I have plaques up over there. So <laughs> you know. when and one night we hit Stillery, Tom Ryan's, uh, what's the other jam place? I can't think of them all. Man, uh, they're uh, Good Time Charlie's. Good Time Charlie's with yeah, Nathan Dean. Out, yeah, shout out to Good Time Charlie's. They are a sponsor, and yet Nathan Dean was out there with the damn band. Oh. Uh, probably Bill Bogan. Yeah, oh, good old Bill. And then yeah, we, we hit five bars in one night. Five. So five. What'd you do? Stillery. Oh, yeah. Heather Parsons, like, but did you die? Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I, I played it two of the bars and then jammed. And then we, well, actually, I'll take that back. We hit four, but we hit the Stillery twice. We ended up back at the Stillery. <laughs> anyway, Arizona kicked my butt, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we party hard out here. Well, you got to get it in while you can. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I was yeah, uh, meeting with some folks last night and they had a guest in from uh los angeles and literally as a result of the lockdown she called up some boys over here and said can i come to arizona because i can't do this again <laughs> right well yeah. you know what was funny i had to go to vegas to to chill out <laughs> to get away from arizona <laughs> really normally you go to vegas to get crazy i'm like oh, i gotta go to vegas to dry out for a minute <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> last time i was in vegas um we were we were pretty tanked. Well, I'll just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I've got my proud Waterburger Yeti cup. That's a Waterburger <laughs> Yeti knife. Yeah, yeah, it is. I found this in uh, a friend of mine in Texas has it. We took a trip to Texas, a fi- kind of a fishing trip, hanging out trip, and in August, and this girl that we were all hanging had one. And I'm like, is that no freaking way? And I instantly bought it the next day. So. <laughs> Because we don't have it out here. I'm starved to death for Waterbury. We don't have them out here. Yeah, we got them here in Arizona. They're good. I had it three times, I know. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm rocking two Yeti cups. Got the tumbler here. And then uh, there's the camera. There we go. <laughs> the, way, the way the studio set up the camera is like over above me. Oh, I got you. Oh, here's hey, Heather. Well, Heather. This said, is my, oh, what is she saying? Uh, she said that y'all went to the distillery, Good Time Charlie's, Tom Ryan's, and the local. Okay. And then back to the distillery. And then probably back to the distillery, yeah. Yeah. That might have been the night we ran into you and you guys came and sat with us. And I think that was the night we actually talked about doing this was probably that yeah. same night. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Oh, and then she said you also got to hit up Murphy's Law one of, on one of the runs. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 when, when Heather's around, you just you just go. That's right. <laughs> and then they're, yeah, they are. I don't know if they're both barrels. I mean, this is probably 32 ounces is my ice water cup. And um, this one here, this is my anti-anxiety cup. Your anti-anxiety. <laughs> I like how that's put. I'm going to have to remember that one. That's right. I mean, I've been doing stuff like this since the late 90s, and I still get a little 
you know especially now i have no uh, production assistant so that's right oh. i'm solo over here it's weird hey dude how do you like i've never streamed from my house before so <laughs> oh, well. yeah i, I got learned about lighting oh yeah I'm, I'm surrounded by you can't tell i'm surrounded by lights there's one right over here <laughs> Yeah. Well, when we move to Vegas, uh, we'll have we'll have it down. We'll have it all down by then. So, so you're moving to Vegas? Yeah, we're moving. It looks like in February. Okay. So hopefully, yeah, we're we have. Uh, it's I can't really say exactly what's going on because it's it's pre production and everything right now. But once yeah. it gets going, then I'll release it into the wild. So, all right, yeah. Yeah, so we'll I have a lot of that going on right now. There's all these changes coming, but I can't quite release it into the wild yet because I don't know what's going to happen. Exactly yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. So we're just going to be ready, and when it opens, it's just like go. So exactly. Yeah. You know, it's weird because the this whole COVID thing. Yes, it's it's been brutal, and it has you know, and not to be a downer again at all, but it's kind of in a way, kind of been a reset button for for us because we were in that just we just had the nine to five gigs and we never we worked we had to like take a week off we had to plan a week off every year we took one week off a year for 10 years that's all we ever got right so that we worked that much and so you just you get really comfortable and you just go with the flow and do your thing and there's nothing wrong with that but yeah it it would it kind of lit a fire under our butts when all this when all this happened so oh yeah yeah, people are saying looking for that silver line, and the only thing I could say positive that came out of this year was actually this show, and oh, uh, good, done pretty well this year. I mean, I think I told you we blasted out twenty six episodes during the lockdown. Wow, twenty six, twenty six. Wow. Um, starting with you, I, 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 I've lost count. I think I have seven right now booked for, through now through the end of the year, and I think I have two more slots left. So. Sure. And, but what uh, else are you gonna do? What else? What else are you gonna do? You know, <laughs> I'm doing, just trying to make ends meet. You know. Yeah, yeah, aren't we all? Yeah, we are too. But you know, life as a music promoter um, is very challenging because if y'all aren't making money, then there's no money to trickle down towards me. But we could talk about that. Right. Kind of working. You should become a patron sponsor. <laughs> oh, see. <laughs> yeah, I always I gotta put you on the spot while you're on the air. That's all right. <laughs> I ain't scared. It's cheap. It's cheap and um affordable PR is what you get with that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh Brooke is asking, okay, so she must have come in late. She's asking if uh you're from Arizona. So he is from a small town outside of Fort Worth, Texas. He's currently residing in Reno and he's um uh tentatively migrating to Las Vegas. Yes, and yeah. With nothing for but I spent a lot of time in Arizona. Our, you know, our band, we played for 10 years. We were in Arizona tons. Mm-hmm. Camp Verde, Scottsdale, Phoenix. I mean, we were everywhere. Pine Top, you know, doing the whole circuit. Yeah. So, you know, we did Flickas, even Flickas back in the day. I don't even know that's still even a bar anymore, is it? I, I don't I don't think so. Let me. Where, where was that again? That was. That was Scottsdale, I think. In Scottsdale, I believe. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's see here. Ooh, yeah, it's closed. Okay. <laughs> the first review that comes up in caps, avoid this place. Like, <laughs> well, we played there, yeah, God, 10, 11 years ago. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Yeah, I don't but, think. Yeah, Flickas, Baja, Cantina, Bar, okay. Was there a Barcelona? I think there, there was a Bar- Bar- Barcelona. Dude, Barcelona was open when, like, in my first marriage. I mean. I, I I don't think they're around anymore. 
hell, I don't know. It's like a private party. We played there a long time ago. Yeah, because they, 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 what they would do is um, the Barcelona, I think, was off of Scottsdale Road. It was kind of mm-hmm. an uppity place. And they would do, um, I know they did like club nights, which wasn't my thing, but it was my first wife's thing. And mm-hmm. I know they did a lot of private parties there. Oh, okay. Think, you know, but that place was far from cheap. And back in those days, I drank Manhattans and I walked in there one time. I can still remember walking in and I asked him for a Manhattan. He said that would be nine fifty. And I says, tell you what, just go over to that there bar rag, squeeze out what you got into a glass, and I'll give you two fifty. Oh like, God. Fifty for a Manhattan. I'm like, no. Oh, oh. I think that's what do they call those when at the end of the night where they just pour the bartenders pour the, that oh. mat into a cup? I've seen somebody drink that before. I can't even that's wrap my head around that. <laughs> oh, oh, that's yeah. terrible. I'm pretty sure that place has been closed for a long time. We just did one private party there, and it was very uppity. I remember, but uh, actually, but. yep, permanently permanently closed. That was over in the the quarter. Yep. Wow. So I think they've been gone. It looks like a few years. Man, that's crazy. Well, we haven't been out there in so long just because of Vegas. But but that's another reason uh, for us to move to Vegas, too, is we are closer to Arizona because we have some things that we're going to be doing there as well now. So so I'm excited. I'm just ready for this thing to be over so we can just go. Yeah, you're telling me. I, <laughs> I, want, I want funding back up so I can get the hell out of Arizona and get back on the road. Yep. Oh, so you take you take this on the road? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um like on the YouTube channel, if you go over to my YouTube channel and everybody, if you haven't, go over to uh youtube.com, search for country road entertainment. And there what I do is I actually do um what um something my uh wife and I came up with uh when we were dating years ago and it was like music travel vlogs. So I would go on the road and travel with y'all or travel to meet y'all and just, you know, shoot behind the scenes, get some live footage. Um, the, the bummer is over time. We have, we had to be more as, as we've grown on all the platforms, we have to be very careful about copyright. So, you know, we've kind of adjusted here and there, but yeah, we do a lot of videos like that. And then of course, in between, I do like little travel vlogs uh, between the destinations, but you know, if you know Bill, you'll see that there's a bunch of videos with Bill on there, for example. And we've, uh-huh. um, we've shot twice, like at the Grizzly Rose, for example. Oh, those guys play there a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, you know what? When we get back in Vegas and get that going again, you'll have to come do one at Gillies or something. Yeah, it's I've done a couple at Gillies. I'm a little anxious about doing it again. I'm like back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We got you. You'll be fine. <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking about. I do. <laughs> That's where we went after. That was the after party. Yeah. Oh God. So, yeah. uh, Shannon, do I give notices when I go live? Um, yeah, we we post. If you follow Country Road Entertainment, um, you will um, you'll see a like, and then there should be a follow button that should automatically get tricked. Um, but if you hit follow in the video, it should notify you. Uh, generally on Country Road, um, I'll put the events. Like right now, all of the live shows are already. Um, I'd say 95% of them are up um, and posted as to their dates and times. And right now we're doing them Mondays and Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. And we were probably going to be shifting them to 6 because of um, uh, daylight savings. But I haven't decided because 
some bands just like, you know, Jerry's got to perform tonight. So that would kind of throw his schedule off. So we're trying to line up everything with the bands. Um, the live feed usually gets posted about 10 minutes beforehand and then it just goes uh, live. But when, when I'm on the road, yeah, I do. Uh, I do post when I'm going to be filming with, uh, let's say if I was going to meet up with Jerry at Gillies, um, there would be a post indicating that I will be up in that area, but the video, um, those videos are, um, they go through post-production and editing. So usually by the time you see them, I'm gone. So, and that protects me too. So I don't have any stalkers. And yes, <laughs> dude, I have had stalkers. That's just no bueno. Dude, that's, that's the stuff that should be on YouTube. <laughs> well, if you look at the last video, so the last road trip I took before everything fell apart over here, right? So this is funny. So I'm shooting. I just let a camera roll with Bill Bogan and Cody, uh, Cody rain, um, in the green room at the, uh, the Grizzly Rose and some gal, um, her name, she calls herself Colorado Karen. Somehow she got past security in the backstage and into the green room. And I caught it all on camera. I wasn't in there when it happened. I came in after she'd sat down and I walked in. I'm like, who the hell is this person? I'm like, <laughs> it was, in, and I cut some of it out. Like she kind of hung out for a while cause they didn't know what to do with her. Colorado Karen. That'll be on forensic files one day or something. <laughs> I know it was, it was interesting. If Bill, Bill's, I think Bill's working tonight. Otherwise, he would pop in and tell the story. But it was, <clears throat> it was, it was awkward to say the least. But yeah, you all can go and see that video. Um, and that was posted, I think, back in uh, like early mid August. Oh, good lord! Yeah, we all have a few of those stories, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, when we go on the road, basically I, I carry a couple of bags of gear. I'm, I'm going to have to find someone to take with me because I'll tell you something, it's, it's hard to like, so let's just say if I, I show up to Gillies and, um, you know, I mean, we try to hang out have a couple of drinks and everything, but you know, I have to have someone sit with the equipment, help prep the equipment, you know, babysit it while I'm shooting, you know, right. You know, and Gillies, does Gillies even have a green room? I no, I've never seen it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not aware of it. I'm just aware you load in, you load out. Yeah, we you know. we just play. You know, a few days there, we load in. And we're there for two or three days, and so I never go. I never really go to the green rooms. To, uh, Toby's had one. I'd have to hide back there occasionally, but it was really small. So, <laughs> well, wanna, Grizzly's nice, man. It's got a full bathroom, TV, couple of couches, refrigerator. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, they, they got a, an, on the refrigerator. They got stickers and decals from like all the musicians that have played there. Mm -hmm. You go about three quarters of the way down on the bottom door. You'll see country road. Oh, okay. Well, if I ever get back that way, I lived in Colorado for a while. And then, uh, I actually, so I was actually in the house band at Billy Bob's in Fort Worth for a couple of years too, two or three years before I came out here. Uh, so that's got a great green room. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's huge. That place holds like 4,500 people or something. It's nuts. Uh, Maybe more. Heather says she'd go, but she can't sit long enough to watch anything. Come on, Heather. <laughs> that's that's for you're sure. Watching, you're watching the band. You just have to babysit a bag full of camera gear. Can't, can't, I can't walk away from like $3,000 worth of equipment. <laughs> we, I came up with, we call, I call Heather hurricane. It's just like, it's like a little hurricane running around. I love it. Hmm. That's funny. Just, yeah. Just hang uh, on. Happy Thanksgiving to you too, Don, and we'll see you next time. Oh, wow. 
So did you have something original you want to play for us today? No, I'm just, I feel comfortable holding it. <laughs> it's just, uh, I had, it, I had it all set up, but it just, you know, I just feel comfortable just having something to do with my hands. So, okay. Otherwise I'd just be standing like this the whole time going, hold my hands up in the air, not knowing what to do with them. So <laughs> if we weren't on Facebook, I'd have all kinds of jokes right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. They like it on Facebook. We got to keep it family friendly. No, uh, I don't do the original stuff. Um, like I said, I'm just the lead guitar player for our band. So most of, if I do write anything, it's just all instrumental. You know, I don't, I don't, they don't do the lyrics. No, I get that. Yeah. Heather, Heather's, Heather's like, sir, I can't be that responsible. Well, sweetheart, I'm somebody then. I need to get back on the road. I can't, like, I can't, it's hard to do it. That's why I had the misses around at that point. Oh, uh, well, don't do that. Uh oh, never mind. Heather's gonna pull don't it do up it. Back on me. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> she you start know, yelling at you. I went off camera right now. <laughs> Heather will murder me. Were you there when she pulled the knife on me recently? I wish I was. That would have been. I would have got that on film. No, I did. I didn't oh, see that at man. all. I laughed for a good. You know, like I was in shock for five seconds and then I just started laughing and I just, it was a butter knife. Oh. <laughs> that was what we, um, you, let's see, it was Heather, you, uh, Frank, um, and uh, I think our friend Nora was sitting with us. That's during the, um, Nora and Billy, probably our friend Billy. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes, it was a butter knife. It was, but the thing is, honey, is it was at my nose. So for a second. <laughs> 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 Oh Lord, it's good times. Oh yeah. Oh, you're welcome, Shannon. Uh, yeah, we do these all the time. This is um, episode tw- uh, two of season two, and this is our twenty eighth one. And we will keep going as long as the sponsors stick with us on Patreon.com. Which again, folks, you can go to Patreon.com forward slash Country Road Entertainment. You could become an inside uh, insider for as little as a dollar a month. And uh, it helps, especially with what's going on. It helps keep us going. So, uh, you know, have a heart. Check that out. Um, and uh, with with your with your all support, we can keep filming on and off the air live. All right. That is that. I, that you know, I have to admit, I do respect the fact that you like holding it. It's just like I, I, I do. I gotta hold this, man. Well, it, yeah, <laughs> it's plugged in. I mean, it's plugged in. I just, yeah, it's just one of those things. So. And true, I wasn't really sure what the heck we were going to be doing, so I'm just like, I better have everything ready to go. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I don't totally encourage musicians to play, but just because of copyright, um, right? You know, I, I try to tell them to just stick it to their own. You know, unless they oh. want to just jam for a second or two, or yeah. because nah. the the copyright police have been on my butt for four years now, and it's like i can i have gotten full releases from artists and and whatnot and they um they don't care like no I, they don't i had to actually like I've, I've actually had to cut snips out of videos and then re-upload them and i'm like i have a signed letter from the artist the this the the singer songwriter you know i've done this several times you know, it's signed. I'm like, what else, what else do you want? Do you want a notary? Do you want, you know, you want my firstborn? I don't have a <laughs> get a blood sample, blood sample, DNA. What do you want? So, you know, what's funny. I didn't, I didn't realize that until about, I mean, I knew about copywriting of course, but I didn't realize until a few months back, we had a barbecue at Frank's house and it was late at night. We set a bunch of people over 
and he's got this, you know, TV karaoke thing. And it was just silly. We're like, yeah, just turn it on. We'll have fun. And I put it on Facebook. Somebody singing a song to karaoke and, you know, thought it'd be funny. And they took it down so fast because of copyright. I didn't know that was ever an issue. Of course, that person could have just sucked, but, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and what I do for a lot, like, so you'll, if you look at any of our videos and um, uh, I got one that's, I just released it to the insiders. If you're a patron, you get like early access to all the post prod videos. But so I did one. It was just, it was one I was supposed to do seven weeks ago or eight weeks ago. Um, and I'll never regret it because man, life would be so different if I would have just taken the damn trip, but I just put it up and I spent <laughs> a fortune on, um, a new sure mic. So, okay. like, so I have like, seven different ways I can set up a rig. I've got different gimbals, tripods, everything. So sometimes I just want to go compact as small as possible. So I don't attract too much attention. And, um, what I have is, you know, I'll use like a, a mobile gimbal and you can stick your phone on it, but I really wanted to get better audio and I've been trying to figure it out. So, I mean, I have mics, all this, and I, I find this mini shotgun mic that sure puts out like 120 bucks, 130 bucks. So, I picked it up and it sat um, after I get home because, um, you know, all the crap that happened here. And I and I, I fired up for this trip and the the, the audio is great because I can I can adjust the games. I mean, the effects, whatever you want. It's got like a little virtual mixer that's built in it. Like yeah. automatically you plug it in, it says download this. I'm like, awesome. But it's so good. It picks up the motor from the gimbal. So you hear a clicking and I'm like. This is completely useless to me. <laughs> the I mean, best mic ever. Can't even use it. Well, yeah, because I mean, even when I'm filming, let's just say I'm, I'm filming you, you know, doing some live clips of you for a live stream, you know, mm -hmm. I'll you up for like a minute or so. Cause I don't get in trouble for that. But let's just say I'm shooting a demo and I'm going to have several different camera rigs set up, but only one is on actually on a treadmill or treadmill tripod. So only one's on it. I'm thinking about the gym. So only one's on a tripod, right? So it's stationary, but that's kind of like, usually that's on an angle that's near um, the lead singer or something like that. And that sits there and that gets pieced in. But right. if I'm moving around. I always have mics running um, for, I mean, with the demos, I mean, we're recording off the board too, but um, if I can't use the audio, what good does it do? I mean, true. I mean, I've never been so disappointed by sure, but that, that also brings a point as to why I use Mackie up here. So, by the way, if you're ever looking for mics, this Mackie is better than the sure. Was it the B something or other? It's like a hundred and some dollars, $80 for this Mackie mic. And really? I really, yeah. And I know I some we... have completely gone over to Mackie. Huh? Well, I mean, we've used to say mics forever. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the sound off of these things are amazing. I mean, I'm coming off of a um, small eight channel board. And I, I, I mean, honestly, I think I sound just as good as Howard Stern does. So. Oh, I've never heard you. I didn't realize you had a radio voice until I heard you earlier today talking on this. Oh, thing. Really? Well, <laughs> well, I, I, saw you, I saw you at the bar. So, you know, hell, I don't know. Oh, you can't hear nothing at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, I mean, actually, that's why I got into this years of people telling me I have a radio voice and I've done voiceovers for commercials and stuff over the years. It's never really took it seriously. And, you know, last uh, was August of 2018, 2019, you know, um, you know, we sat down and, you know, the missus and I started coming up with these ideas for a podcast. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll do a podcast. And 
you know, we got all the, I finally got the equipment together in January lockdown hits. And I'm like, I think we're going to do a live show too. <laughs> nice. Why the hell not, you know? <laughs> well, I look forward to it, man. I really hope, I really hope you can do a road show with us. That'll be a lot of fun. So. Well, if it's sponsored, I can go. Okay. I can send you a budget. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the last it's funny. The last uh, the last um, vlog I did, the Route sixty six one, that's going, and I'll send you a link. It hasn't gone. Um, it's not public yet, but I'll send okay. it to you. It's um, it's about they're normally ten minutes long. This one's fourteen, but um, and you'll hear the clicking in the first five minutes, and you you can imagine my frustration from this because there's nothing I can do. It's already been shot, like right. Yeah. So I changed out mics, and I was fine. But um, that one was actually sponsored. And, um, when I gave him the budget and everything like that, he was like, man, he's like, really? He's like that cheap. I'm like, yeah. So he came along, <laughs> we ended up crashing in Flagstaff and partying up there. And he's like, holy crap. He's like, it doesn't cost that much for, to do these things. I'm like, just depends on how far you go. You yeah. know, I mean, I probably the last trip, which was four videos across, I don't know. I, I think I drove 4,300 miles and that cost me like 1500 or so. I don't know. You know, mm. no, I was just saying, come hang out for free and film stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> the next, the next NFR is in Texas, obviously, everyone knows. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but when it comes back to Vegas, yeah, you got to be there for that one. That's that's going to be epic when it's back again. I, I can't, well, see, I would love to do some. Uh, like you know uh rodeo vlogs again like i've done that at some finals and whatnot not, not the mm -hmm. nfr every time there's an nfr i got something that comes up and it drives me insane it's like really you know i, I tickets in hand like let's see one year uh in the very beginning of this i was working out of houston going back and forth mm -hmm. and they um uh <laughs> i'm gonna bring up heather messages here in a second but oh, god I love her to death. I do uh, too. She and I have been friends for years and she's always had my back. I love that girl. But um one so one year, so I'm working out of Houston, right? And I got I got two passes in hand, ready to go. I was gonna go up for about three days, and I just had this weird feeling, don't go. So I'm like, what do I do? All right. So I call the fellows, I'm like, I can't make it. I, I remember even calling I don't know if you know Jonathan Eggers, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So I pinged Jonathan. I'm like, yeah, oh, I, I, something's wrong. I can't go. I, I, I know something's going to come up and I know, I, I think I, I, I was in the middle of a project possibly going to be on a call and I go in the first day of NFR. I think it was the first day and, um, go into the office and, uh, I got a phone call from Houston cause I was over on this side at that point. Um, uh, cause I would travel back and forth and, uh, Basically, they were laying off everybody outside of Houston. <laughs> I was like, yeah. ah. and then actually at that moment, I'm like, shit, should have just went. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's worth it, man. It is. Just go. <laughs> let me uh, let me turn on the light. We lost we lost the daylight out of my window there. Right, go ahead. Hang on, just yeah. Hang on a second. Heather, oh, here's Heather comments. So, oh, there you are. So, yeah, here's Heather. Heather's first comment. She's like, "This is definitely your calling, Eddie." And I'm like, "Well, Heather, you should have seen me on the last episode. I was barely surviving." But yeah, 
I mean, this is a lot of fun. I mean, I've done stuff like this since the nineties and everything like that, but I've never actually done like a live show and, and it is a lot of fun. Um, it's um, right now with the transition, it's just, it's super um, weird and it's super challenging doing like, cause you'll see me dodging around camera. So I'm doing all the production over here. There's a lot going on. In the background. <laughs> Can't even see what your feet are doing. Oh. <laughs> my flippy flops. <laughs> right now. I love doing dumb things with good people. That's right, Heather. And that is now a meme copyrighted by country road entertainment. Cause I beat you to it. I know. I love that. I love that. I was there for that one. <laughs> yeah, Have you seen the other ones I put up since? I, I did. I like those. Yeah. You know, we talked about doing that during the lockdown and I just never sat down and, and cause I mean, I got a lot, a lot of sayings in my head mm-hmm. and I, uh, I, um, when I did that one, I started making these other ones and getting tons of engagement, tons of shares, Wh- whatever brings you all the page and the website I'm good with, but I started reading some of the comments on the shares to other um, you know, profiles and pages and people really like that stuff. I was like, huh? I mean, yeah, keep doing it. Yeah. Man, it's whatever, whatever's working right now. <laughs> I can write a week's worth in like 10 minutes. I got it. You know, <laughs> I got a lot of stuff in my head too. I just keep it to myself. Uh, well, <laughs> that's what Heather's always telling me to do. <laughs> Shut my mouth. <laughs> now Heather doesn't keep it in her head. She just lets it go. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't know. Heather, Heather's she's got it. She everything that comes through, there's no filter. But <laughs> his mouth, Eddie's in trouble. I mean, even Mr. Jonathan Eggers has to put me in check at some point. <laughs> at some point. Johnny was actually here for the night. He um he was actually gonna come in and sit in the in the studio here, but he uh I think they were packing stuff up to bring up to their house up north. Oh. Yeah. He said he was running behind. I'm like, sure you was. How late were you up last night? <laughs> yeah, that's usually what it means. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Lord. It's going to be a long night. I'm looking forward to it. Too bad you can't be here. It's going to be fun. Oh, I know. It'd be a blast. I haven't been to Reno oh, hell, in since 2000. When was the last time I was up there? 2007? Oh, man. It's like exploded. It's huge now. It's um, you know, we got the Amazon plant and Tesla plant and a bunch of those uh, outside of Reno. And so we got we got flooded. Got all the California people here now. Oh, damn. And that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, well, okay. <laughs> How far are you from Tahoe? An hour? Um, 50 minutes. Yeah, 45 if you're hurry in a hurry. So... No, actually, we play all over California. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I, I love I love all the places that we play. You know, we mostly stake up the Sacramento and, and all those places around here, and it's awesome up there. We love it. Yeah, I got, uh, I got relatives that have uh, timeshare up there. They go there a lot. They love it. I, I have yet to go to Tahoe. It was, oh. it, was, it was on. I was actually planning a trip. To take someone there in 2021 as a surprise. And or, surprise, guess what? <laughs> surprise, it ain't happening. Yeah, we played up in Tahoe for, whew, God, the past 12, God, 12-ish years, 10 years. Uh, so there's a Cabo Wabo up there. And we played all over, but that was one of our main gigs at the Sammy Hagar Club. Yeah, yeah. And we played up there a million times. And 
one of my favorite stories was uh, we played with Sammy a few times, but uh, Kenny Chesney, see, it was Kenny Chesney uh, and Sammy Hagar was in town and playing and they were all just hanging out and they all came in. The Cabo was really tiny then. It was for the remodel. And they all came in. So it was me, Kenny Chesney, Sammy Hagar, uh, God, uh, all on stage at the same time playing. And it was just absolutely fantastic. And I, I've got some I've got some really good pictures of those. I just I'd have to get up and get them. But yeah. But Sam, Sammy's awesome. That was a great club. Nice. I got I to I got a Cabo Wabo story. Like Mexico Cabo? No, it was at a, a crappy Irish pub here in Arizona where it happened. But drinking Cabo Wabo tequila? Oh, or, no. So he has an ingredient in there, and I can't remember what it is, but it does not agree with this cowboy. And I remember, um, I think I was, I think I was almost done with college, and I just got my first, you know, you know real major you know gig right right engineering job this is back in the days my, my first wife was all about me staying away from music and staying at the computer where i was making tons of money we know her mo uh, <laughs> where is it oh god I hit the wrong button yeah <laughs> so anyway um so we walked in um I had a couple of Guinnesses. That was back in my dark beer days. And uh, I was early 20s, you know, and my boy ordered a round of shots of Cabo Wabo, and I was always down for tequila. Now, I see, I, don't, I can't drink it anymore. I used to own a home in Mexico during my first marriage, so 10 years I had it down there. and drank a lot of tequila. I was thin as hell. That's your diet. <laughs> but um, so what happened, what happened was is we got one, and then everything started fading really quick. So evidently we continue to drink. I had another one. And then after that point, I remember nothing. At one point, my sister who's blowing up my phone. I mean, if you're watching, I'm on the air. Stop. Talk about Thanksgiving dinner. Come on. Um, <laughs> so evidently she came out to the bar and I was helping with her with her homework on the patio. I don't remember any of this. Um, and the, the night, let's put it this way. I had to be, I had to have a buddy drive me home and his girl had to drive my ex-wife home. And, um, it, the, the, I, I, I don't think I made it to the front yard and I don't remember anything, anything. Well, and the, the, the next morning's even worse, but we'll leave that one to, uh, off there. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, that's what tequila is good for, man. It's just, it erases everything the night before. <laughs> No, oh, I had two shots. That's it. That's it. Two shots of Cabo Wabo. Oh, it's and it's I hard. Tried it, I tried it again later, mm-hmm. and same thing happened. Complete blackout. <sighs> so I don't know what he's got in that thing, but this 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 boy ain't drinking that stuff. <laughs> I, haven't had, yeah. I haven't had a shot of Cabo Wabo since uh, uh, maybe two thousand five. Oh wow! Yeah, over fifteen years. Uh- I think the last time I had it, I was actually in Cabo in Mexico. Uh, but I remember everything still, though. So <laughs> I'm usually like tequila is great. I actually like it. Uh, I like I like Cabo Wabo if it's chilled and you're just sipping it. But if it's going to be a shot thing, I'm I'm two and out, man. I'll I'll I'll, I'll get sick. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. And ain't nobody wants that. No. 
But uh, yeah, I have a lot of great Cabo stories. Um, all the years of playing up there. And, you know, it's funny too. Now corporate came in and took it over and sold it. Sammy sold it. And now it's called just taco instead of Cabo Wabo. And it's just, it looks like a strip mall club now, you know, and it's just, it, they destroyed the whole place, but it was, it was a lot of good years of having a lot of fun with those guys there. Right on, right on. Have you been, have you been, um, have you spent any time over, where's that his original location? Um, is it Cabo San Lucas? Yeah, it's Cabo a lot, a lot. Um, so we got, when we got to know the guys, yeah. uh, for playing up here for so long, and uh, came, became friends with uh, uh, Vic Johnson, too. His guitar player uh, became my buddy, and we played a lot to get jammed a lot together. Uh, and we uh, we were going up there so much for Sammy's birthday bash. We would just go all the time, go up there every year. And I actually missed the last couple, two or three years I couldn't go. But Frank, our lead singer, actually got a timeshare up there because we were going so much. So, so yeah, the birthday bashes are always fun. That's That's the time we that's the time we would go. Nice, nice. Yeah, saw saw a lot, a lot of good stuff up there. I can't talk about. So. <laughs> you, oh, you need to have you need to have like a this like a late night one of these where we can talk about all these things online. <laughs> I got I have so many stories. Let me tell you. I mean, we all. Yeah, do. yeah, you and me both. I I would have to say it would be like I have always I I've always been um you know you know I've been married for half the time i've well more than half the time that i've owned the company and i've traveled all over the country and seen a lot of crap and you know i never got into trouble never cheated no nothing you know and i can't imagine yeah. it's easy um for her you know i i mean she seemed that she trusts me but yeah not no i always I was always a good boy yeah i've i've gotten trouble before but it's good it was good stuff nothing bad <laughs> it's all it's all fun trouble One trouble is good trouble as long as it doesn't hurt. It you is. Know, you know, that's all I'm saying. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I I, I really am excited, man. Uh, Got to be excited for something right now. I'm just excited the way things are hopefully heading now. So, and we get to back in Vegas and get everything going again. And hopefully, we're going to be coming to Arizona a lot more. You know, you'll probably end up seeing me playing damn Stillery within the next you know couple of months or so. Right. Um, yeah, that'll be cool. Have, have you um, have you talked to Jim at all? Oh, let me tell you. So he got a. Uh, we were in in Vegas, and Frank goes, "You're not gonna believe who just texted me," and it was him. And he goes, uh, "Just wanted to say hi and see how you boys were doing." So, <laughs> right on, right on. yeah, is he the one? In, is is he the one in Nashville? Which one's? I kind of get him confused. The long hair guy. Long hair guy. I think he's in Nashville. Yeah, he called us. He got a hold of us from Nashville. He we went back to Nashville. So I, I met him. And then, <clears throat> no, Jim. Jim always calls me uh, Kip. No, from, from uh, was that Yellowstone? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, huh? Actually, <laughs> I didn't put actually, that together. Of late, a lot of people are calling me Kip. I'm like, I don't know if I get a button down. Do I in a cowboy hat on? Do I come off as him? I don't know. I don't know. give it a try. See see how many autographs you sign. Yeah, right. Well, it's, it's ironic because back in the '90s, I they I used to get people. They used to think I was, um, <clears throat> oh, what was his name, Jason? Um, the '90s. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was Jason. Like back in the '90s, everyone thought I was Jason Priestley. Oh my god! 
some 90210. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I never even watched the darn show. It's not my cup of tea, but I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I remember one time when I was about 19, 20 years old, I'm dating this, this gal and I went to buy her, you know, a ring as a gift, like a promise ring, stupid thing. And the girls in the jewelry store at the mall went ape, just complete ape shit. And, and they came up and calling me Mr. Priestley, this and that. So oh, I, wow. signed, I signed a couple autographs and then turned around. And when I went to pay for the jewelry, I just told them it was an alias card. It was a business card. And <laughs> well, you know, we've been doing that whole, of course, you know, Keith, the, the Kenny Chesney guy, we started doing all yeah, that. Yeah, I know Keith. Good guy. We started doing all that. I'm sure everybody there knows, everybody knows Keith in Arizona, especially Phoenix. But, uh we started doing that tribute stuff a few years ago. We kind of put it together and put together a whole show and it actually killed. Uh, so we, we found Keith and then we found uh, a Toby Keith guy all the way in Detroit. And we found a George Strait in Texas. We found him all over the United States and flew them all in and to meet them and play with them and piece together a show. And it actually ended up getting a residency here in Reno for uh, about five months. And with the whole dancers and the whole nine yards with that, oh, we wow. bought an LED wall. We have, we have a whole product. It's, it's nutballs. We have all the, all the production is crazy. So that, that tribute stuff, man, I, I love watching those guys just, you know, walk into Walmart and people lose their minds and signing autographs. And I'm like, it's not really him. Right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> But it works, you know, whatever works. Oh, what do you call it? I, I know Frank showed me pictures and then asked me if I could do Luke Combs. I'm like, I can sing Luke Combs. But there I you spent, go. I spent five years as a Johnny Cash uh, cover. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, well, I used to sing all the time for my family. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There was. So I was getting interviewed on another show last uh, i think it was january and um my wife was there and the band was trying to get me on stage to sing false of prison blues and i didn't want to do it and mm -hmm. um she started making a scene so i went up and did it and everyone got on the dance floor they were going at it and oh man it, it's funny i've watched i watched we have our uh, uh jason aldean guy greg west and we brought him he came to vegas when we were playing toby's it was a pack saturday and we got him on stage and Girls were literally crying, like, like, think, because he looks just like he's got the same tattoos and everything, and just crying, like, freaking out and grabbing his legs. And I was like, oh my God. And I think that's when Frank looked at me and he goes, I think we could do something with this. <laughs> so and it ended up working, but uh, so we'll, we'll see. Right on, right on. All right. So uh, we're just actually, we are out of time. I just looked at the clock. Holy crap. Okay. That's all right. I don't want to keep it too long because I know you have a gig. So go ahead. And if you want, go ahead, plug your gig tonight. And uh, yeah, got a ticker here below. Um, if you all want to, if you're on Facebook, you can go ahead and follow Left of Center on Left of Center Band at Left of Center Band. And that's mm -hmm. with RE. Um, and you can track their shows there and where they're at. And um, you got it. You said it's a new place you're going to, a new honk town? Yeah, it's called Pure Country Canteen here in Reno, out actually in Sparks. Um, it'll start at 8 30 tonight. Um, so, yeah, it, it's fun. You know, it's it's just a good little old honky tonk, and, and it'll be country music all night. Just, you know, I, we'll see how, how it goes. The last time we played there, it was uh, 
it was way over capacity, so I don't know how oh, it's going to go tonight. <laughs> okay. It was it was awesome though. It was it was a lot of fun, and everybody's trying to be safe, you know. So yeah. don't don't everybody get up in arms. So it'll be a safe night, but it'll be a lot of fun. And there's no dancing there either. Right? Nope. You know, not supposed to be. Not supposed to be. Yeah. But I, I just play guitar. I stay out all that. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> You're doing my job. You you all do you. <laughs> bye heather have a good night sweetheart thanks for watching bye sweetie all right folks but be sure to hit that like button be sure to hit that follow button follow the left of center band um it's again at the below um, on the bottom right there in the ticker at left of center band on facebook and you're on instagram as well yep all right and also um so uh, my name jerry tomlinson i do basically all our social media so you can follow my Facebook and my uh, Instagram too. Just my name, you'll find me. You'll re you'll recognize all this stuff. So uh, just look for that face and yeah, follow me and we'll be friends. And I I post everything. So awesome, awesome. Well, Jerry, thanks for coming on the air, man. It was a blast, dude. Thank you, man. I like I said, it's my kind of my first one without the rest of the guys here. So you know, yeah. I didn't know what to do with my hands. So I'm glad I had this here. <laughs> well, one of these days we'll get you on with the whole band too. And, yeah, for sure. You know, we can do it when you're all in one spot or, you know, I can have, uh, I think I can have seven or eight people actually in okay. the box. So, yeah. And I've done that with, uh, I did that with a band out of Tucson and it was a riot. You know, they would just take turns and point at each other like the, like, uh, the, <laughs> um, I got, looked, yeah, I, I got you. It looked well, like a pretty bunch on the screen. <laughs> well i gotta tell you man it was it was a we had a lot of fun in az with you guys and it was a pleasure to meet you and uh i'm looking forward to down the road and see what happens sounds good buddy can't wait to see you again and we'll uh have to meet up there in las vegas soon for sure all right see all you right. guys have a good one all right. All right, folks, thanks again for watching. I want to give a quick shout-out to our band patron supporters. we got a Highway 260 band, Marble Heart, David Voss and Big Country, the Eddie Joe Clark band, Josh Roy band, and um, our newest one, the Betty, Buddy Martell band. And if any of you are also um, an insider of uh, Country Road Entertainment, uh, we appreciate your support. If you'd like to uh, check out and see how you can become an insider and all the fun perks that comes with it, just go to www.patreon.com forward slash Country Road Entertainment. And with that, folks, we'll see you next time.